0: to this show across the entire globe today is saturday october 13th 2018 and i'm your host shishi o'donnell coming to you live from los angeles california i am a life love and relationship coach a divine lifestyle consultant certified angel therapy practitioner and much more and you are now listening to international angels network we're a show that explores angels healing metaphysics and other empowering topics And we are a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 516-453-9162. That is 1-516-453-9162. You can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we're live on the air. And make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with me or our guest today. And then you'll be in the queue. International Angels Network is now sponsored by Audible. You can get a free audiobook of your choice today by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash internationalangels. I am excited and delighted to have a beautiful special guest with us today with a very inspiring story. Her name is Teresa Livingstone. Teresa is a yoga teacher, TV host, jewelry designer, and charity worker. She's been teaching yoga, meditation, and breath work in the Los Angeles area for the past decade. She's an active volunteer with the charity organization Build On, which helps to raise money to build schools for poverty ridden areas in Africa. And she recently came back from a track building a school in Malawi. Welcome to the show, Teresa.
1: Goodness. Hi. 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 That was a
0: lovely introduction yeah <laughs> well, I'm so honored that you could join us today. and I remember when we first met, it was like about a week yeah. ago, a year ago, you know, it was like a year and a week yeah. ago that we met when I was That's working right. doing angel readings at your charity event in a Aww. really cool club in Hollywood called No Vacancy. And mm-hmm. that was such a fabulous event. I know you spent hours and hours and hours, you know, creating, getting volunteers, prepping, planning, mm. and it was so much fun. Great music, great people. Um, you raised a lot of money to help yeah. schools, and that was very fun. So it was fun that we connected that way, and I always remembered you, and I thought I would love to have you share more about the organization and you personally, who you are and what you
2: do. Likewise,
0: Likewise so and you do thank you. Me? Yeah, I'm really oh, honored to you. be here. Thank you. Thank you. So um, how did you first get involved with Build On? So a dear,
1: dear friend of mine, um, an actress and also a charity worker who works with my husband on a television show, her name is Erin Cahill. Uh, She's actually the Pink Power Ranger. She's the most popular Pink Power Ranger. Um, Uh, She's a dear friend of ours, right? (laughs) And she has done work with this charity before. And she had always spoken to me about how she loved her experience of going to uh, Malawi. She went to Malawi as well. Um, and she invited me on one of her treks. Um, and that, that was my first introduction to the actual organization. And since then, um, I'll be moving on to create my, my own treks because uh, that's how you, it happens. You become involved. You become a team leader, as it were. You gather a team around you of, you know, like-minded individuals who you like to go on a trek with. Um, and build on do uh, you know many more countries than just Africa? They built I think over 800 schools around the globe. You know, Nepal, Africa, lots of African countries, uh, and some some uh, in the in the Nepal area, in the Oceania area. Um, I think they're trying to expand into other areas as well. Uh, but yeah, we went on a trek um, a few months ago, and it was it was it was life changing. I think that it's something I'll always do now because it was profound.
0: When you say a trek, are we talking like walking a long time, or that's mm-hmm, what a trek is? Right, I meaning? know.
2: That's what I don't
0: like to. I wouldn't be able to do that without a little motorcycle. <laughs> but yes, tell me more.
2: <laughs> well, you
1: can do that before or after the quote unquote trek. Uh, But they call it a trek. Uh, You have a trek leader. You have an in-country trek leader and basically a trek is once your team has uh, raised the set amount that you are prepared to give in our situation. It was we wanted to raise $120,000 which would build one school in Nepal, one school in Malawi, and it would also send 10 inner-city school kids from places like Detroit and Brooklyn to Haiti to have the same Trek experience that we had, building a school and living with the community in Haiti. Uh, so that was what, all that money got all of that. And when you go on a Trek, your your core team who agree to raise that money, if they can make it on that date and have to go on the Trek, you can still raise money. Um, then fly to, or you have to just pay for your airfare. And once you get there, you are, led so gracefully and, you know, intelligently by the in-country in, in country Trek leaders that are trained and brought through the ranks with build-on organization itself. You uh, are fed, you are taken around in in a country transport, is taken care of by them, and then you move to the community where you'll be building the school hand-in-hand hand with the parents, with the children, with the leaders, with the elders, with the school kids, like it's, you you help them, Make the food, you can help harvest the food, you carry the water with them, you help make bricks and hand bricks off into the trenches that you've dug together. It's just it's mind boggling. It was a beautiful experience. It's so ground roots and very, very insectual. Like you're thrown into what their world is like and you agree to leave most of what your world is behind and come very simply. We're not trying to change anything about them. We're not trying to compare their life to ours. We're just trying to gracefully come into their way of life and say, let us help you create a school so your children have opportunities, so your children can go on to go to college to perhaps, you know, learn to do things to aid and benefit all of their community, their tribe, their family, and the greater country around them. Beautiful.
0: So who started the organization? Do you have you met the founder?
1: what was oh, his what his name? Just yes. he's been doing it. it's a very old uh I think it's about twenty five years old now.
3: Oh, is it, it twenty five years months. old? Oh I wasn't it's, sure how, it's one of the as as
1: it's been happening. no it they've been doing it for a long time. Um yeah. And Sorry, it's I'm one of the you people like I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I just <laughs> uh he's written a bunch of books actually. Uh yeah, Jim. Jim's his first name. Why am I spacing on it? Uh Jim, Jim Z- uh I can't even pronounce it. Zia Zielkowski. Jim Zielkowski. Uh, uh-huh. He does does a lot of TED talks around the country and around the world. Um and, yeah, he started it a, a long time ago. And it's one of, if you look it up, there's actually a thing called a charity navigator, which, you know, because who knows when you give money to these charities, like, where the money is actually going. We've all heard <coughs> horror stories yeah. about some of the biggest ones. And these this build-on organisation ranks so high. It's some ridiculous amount, you know, in the high 80s to 90 cents per dollar that's going to the actual community and to the actual building of the school. like the glorious oh, people who. That's so who amazing.
0: I remember it just is being amazing. so disgusted when I saw, you know, the red cross and UNICEF yeah. was something I raised money for UNICEF. Only it's 5% cool. of it actually goes to the charity. I know <laughs> it's like, riding what? around in Bentleys. What? What? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah.
2: yeah. You got to be
0: careful when so. you just randomly give to charities to do your yeah. due diligence, and do your research and like you can take all the money and find out where it's going. So when you did that well, event in the firsthand now, mm. sorry, I've
1: seen firsthand now the the you know the integrity of this organization at least.
0: Oh yes, no, I'm sure you did your research. So last year <laughs> when we when we did that um, charity event in October. Mm. Um. Did you had a goal and then you created a team? Were you the team leader for that, or you were just
1: h- no helping?
0: I the was church? part of a
1: team. I was part of Aaron's team. Uh, oh, and yeah, uh, I was the team leader th- for that. Okay. Yeah, but I needed each. So each. If if you go into your team with you know 14 members, 15 members, and you you as a group as a team have agreed to raise 120 thousand dollars. Then you agree to split hundred and twenty thousand dollars by your fourteen team members, and then it's up to that team member to raise that portion of the grand total.
3: Um, oh
1: wow! Right, That's so cool. So, so did you really you, can much break did it you down. Yeah, well, I mean, we only had to raise eight thousand dollars honestly, and I think my husband and I through that night ended up raising uh, fourteen and a half. So, oh my gosh. I mean it's, that's it's, it's money' girl.
3: Cool. That's amazing on a
1: grand scale of people who raised like millions, but I'd never done anything like that before, and I was really thrilled to be able to share the the extra with my with my teammates. It was really very satisfying it's great oh
0: that's so beautiful and so a couple of months ago you went on your your trek, which was was mm. that your own team or you were on a team again oh it was the same thing this that money that we raised at that
1: fundraiser was to go on this trek to Malawi.
0: Oh, okay. So the uh, $120,000 that you, Aaron's team, all of you guys raised, were yeah,
2: used to build the yes. schools.
0: So how did yeah, you learn how a, So you actually build things with a hammer? You personally physically build things? Yeah. I mean, they have a foreman. They don't. Well, if you're ever
1: considering it, don't be terrified. Like You're so well taken care of by the actual supervisors and leaders and infrastructure that build on have already uh, laid out in the country, in the community, they've already dealt with the community leaders. They know exactly the community they're going to. <laughs> the communities themselves have to actually apply to have build on come. They have to make an application that say, "Why are we going to succeed at making this school, you know, a, a glowing beacon for education in our in our country, in our you know area?" Um, mm. And when you when you arrive, they help you. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they guide you for what to do because they're, they're showing everybody, the elders, children, you know, uh, people families who families here are saying, they are saying, okay, now today we're going to build the foundation and you do this, 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 and then you off you go. And then these people are going to go over here and start handing out bricks. These people are going to go build latrines with shovels and picks that your house, uh, mother and father, your host family has made by hand. Like, they're chiseling them out of the tree that's next to you. And, this, yeah. uh, you know, the, the smith who lives down the road has, like, you know, fire created, however you do that stuff, you know, a, a pig yeah. head. You know, it's handmade by these people. And we might bring a shovel, but there's no backhoes, There's no machinery. It's, like, you do it as they would do it. It's super intense and it's amazing. You know it's amazing. You are shoveling and digging and using just these rudimentary tools to, you know, build a structure that, you know, can change people's lives. It's really profound.
0: That sounds really amazing and really exhausting, personally, but I know yes. I'm impressed. And so, you know, there are a lot, we have an epidemic now, but seriously, I mean, it's hard enough to do it with a regular <laughs> shovel, let alone made one that right? someone carved out of a tree, but it's yeah. beautiful that you're doing it. You know, that is true grassroots from the ground up. They, you yeah. weren't joking. It's not like yeah. helicoptering, they don't helicopter in no. tons of supplies. No, it's just, but this is the so money. It's old yeah. school. There's nothing <laughs> like, like a hard day's
1: work with a bunch of people and you sit down, right. and water tastes good. And then there's stuff called SEMA, which is just corn flour and water over a ridiculously hot stove. Like even that, so rudimentary, like tastes and it's pretty bad, believe me. But that even tastes nice because you've done <laughs> such, you know,
0: hard work it really with the community. Per- oh, my gosh. It changes your perspective and makes you feel so grateful for all the blessings. Truly. We have, right? Truly.
1: Yeah. Even because the toilet have- is like gold.
0: Oh, yeah. Even running water in a toilet is like a huge blessing. <laughs> wow. <can> <laughs> yeah. Latrines don't smell that great. <laughs> but some people, that's wow. all they know. You know mm-hmm. they don't know the history oh, no. of flushing t- toilets.
1: And there's so- lizards and <laughs> spiders and mice in the latrine no, as well. No, it's no. a it's a terri- it's a terrifying midnight trek across the pond to take over to Oh, the goodness. But it's fine.
0: That, it's fine. I would just hold it. it the whole night. You get I used to it. Eight. You really get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> It reminds me in Ireland when uh, I stayed in this cottage and it didn't have running water mm. and it had a outhouse that was partially built, but the stairs weren't built. So I had to, if I wanted to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I literally had to walk through, get the wellingtons on, walk through a muddy garden, hoist myself up <laughs> over the steps. To, yeah. In the rain. It was always raining in Ireland. It was just like, oh my oh, God, I, is it, I'm so <laughs> grateful for my bathroom one inch away from my room if I have to pee. I yeah, going. yeah. But, you know, there's something to be said for <clears throat> getting some perspective on how blessed we are. Because mm. the U.S., even though we're a rich country,
2: um, mm-hmm. we
0: have a lot of depression. It's a big problem. A lot of people are in antidepressants. And, would mm-hmm. you know, would you suggest, you know, because my suggestion to people is to do any kind of action, you know. And you yes. did so yes. much yes. work for this, but you built a community. You had so many wonderful, it was a lot of work that you put into it but would you yes. say that you, you don't have time to be depressed because you're in action? You know, it's, I had been
1: doing a lot of thinking on that. If I may, like there are children everywhere. There's like two little babies strapped to these women's backs as they're doing all this work. And I got to tell you, if I heard a child cry, it was for no more than five seconds. And there's just no, there's no, there's no sadness. They have so little, but they're, They're happy because they're connected Mm. to the earth. They're doing things for each other. They're raising their children together. They have, like, it's, it's, it was, I keep using the word profound, but it's the best, most, you know, connected to my gut kind of brushing that how it was. Like, there is no sadness. Oh, there's this moment translator came, this was the saddest part though I got to say this is the saddest part there's a translator that comes at the end to spend like a good half hour with you and the family so you can really ask all the questions you want to ask and this beautiful little child that we were with the young the the oldest child and name was uh, uh, Abigail and um, and we said to her oh, this is break heartbreaking she said I said to her like what would you like to be when when you grow up and she said white Aww. It was like it was like she'd seen what we were doing and going on with there, and I was just like, no, you don't understand the beauty and the perfection of the life that you're living, and I wish that I could have expressed that to her. Like she taught me so much, and I just wanted her mm-hmm. to understand the possibility ahead of her without changing, without needing to be anything other than who she was. It was really well, gut wrenching.
0: It's interesting how every culture has challenges and rewards, you know, but there is a movie out, it's called Happy, and it, it follows different cultures. And I remember seeing the little children in mm. Africa with only rocks and dust to play with, and they were super happy. Yeah, Many of them just had open hearts and pure happiness. And then we have some sort of these little kids here that are just not happy with toys and throwing tantrums all the time. Right, And you saw right. a big contrast with that. Now, would you suggest to anyone who is in a depressed state and not feeling like, you know, because, when you have a vision greater than yourself that's guiding you forward mm-hmm. to make a difference in the world, you have something yes. that's inspiring you and your passion is reawakened. And that's, yes. I believe that is the antidote for depression, is to have, be mm-hmm. in tune with your life purpose. And, and it's love, basically. So you pick any area to be of service and be love, you're going to be yes. not in depression, I think. I mean, there are others I, who would argue with me and say that sometimes it's clinical depression and they need medication, but... Often I think mm. it's just you, you build those neural pathways too much by the repetitive thoughts of dark thoughts and negative thoughts mm-hmm. and beliefs and it yeah. just continues and continues and you, you get in a funk and you the downward spiral. And there's an upward spiral, which is you think a slightly better thought. I have a home to live in. I have running water. You know, when you get to see right. it firsthand like you did, you get more gratitude. So, um, Very much you're, from so. Australia. you're from Australia originally. Um, what, what brought you first yes. to
1: the U.S.? Uh, I was in television in Australia for, for many, many years, and uh, I wanted to study. I had never really studied, like, the acting, the the, the acting. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, I, <I'm, laughs> yeah, apparently I learned so much. Um, the <laughs> acting. So I moved to America. I went to study in New York for a while and um kind of got some work and so ended up staying and, Tried to, you know, keep as much of my my back and forward as I could, uh, mm-hmm. and then I met my husband, and and now we're kind of here more than I thought that I I would ever be, um, but I still go home like once a year if I can. I have a very close family, uh, and so I miss them terribly. What part of Australia
0: <laughs> are you in?
1: Are they? In? Uh, I was in Sydney and they're in far north Queensland, a, a town called Bundaberg. I don't know if you've ever had that ginger beer from Australia, Bundaberg ginger beer. Um, no. <laughs> that that's it, If you see it, it's delicious. It comes in a little tiny stubby bottle. It's kind of hit hit America by storm a little bit at the moment. Uh, uh, it's delicious, and it's a big sugarcane town up in deep, deep. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. It's country. It's country.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a it's a town but it's country. That's where But they're you from. love going home and seeing your family, you're still connected. That's yeah. nice that you go home yeah. once year at least. So yeah, tell me very more nice about from. your work work as a TV show host. What shows did you work on?
1: Uh I started when I was fifteen, um, doing a, a children's uh a cartoon show. A cartoon show that like it was live to air five days five mornings a week. Um so it was li live broadcast which is kind of insane to even tackle. But back then it had been mm-hmm. going for, you know, decades beforehand. So I, I personally had grown up with it. And then I became the host of the show, which was like a dream come true. Um, mm. So I did that for a bit and then a travel show and a movie review show and, um, you know, bits and pieces, you know, uh, God, shows that you don't even have here. But we call them shiny floor shows. So like a Dancing with mm-hmm. the Stars kind of thing, yeah. kind of thing, like a
0: co-host of that.
1: Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so do you and think I,
2: you I, I, I quit. Here?
0: Do you do work TV show things here? I'd like to.
1: I mean, silly me, young and naive. I, I you know, had big dreams of acting and uh, did not know how difficult it was going to be. Uh, so I, I moved here mm-hmm. to do that and did have some success. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, now I'm going back into back into the hosting if they'll if they'll have me. Um, Wonderful. Because yeah, I can't I can't make a living. <laughs> I can't I can't feed my dogs with the success of my
3: acting
0: career. Thank God my husband's doing well. Thank God, yay! Well, I think you're going to. <laughs> I'm psychic and I see you being successful with the hosting. So keep up the good work with that. It's gonna happen. Oh bless. Thank
2: you and for so that reading. I...
0: Some...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep interrupting.
0: <laughs> so you've been doing a lot of going within and yoga, and you created something beautiful. I was reading about your um, prayer beads and your malas, Oh, your crystal prayer yeah. beads. Oh, so how did you do yes, so nice. that?
1: Happen? Look, I have always been um, good with my hands. I've always needed to do something. If I don't do things with my hands, I feel like I go a bit mad. So I need to mm-hmm. touch things and make things or mold things or sew things or staple things or I'm crafty. I'm very crafty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and when I started doing my uh, yoga, I was actually making leather bags. And then I started going deeper into my yoga and deeper into my yoga and the company was doing quite well. And then I was like, oh, my God, I've gone vegetarian. And what am I doing? Sewing things out of hides. I went, ah, and had this freak out and they so had to actually change businesses <laughs> so I started making things with stones semi-precious stones and uh obviously mm-hmm. prayer beads no, and
0: no animals were harmed in the making <laughs> of stones
1: <laughs> no exactly right so it was really interesting but I mean obviously crystals have been a uh my last name is living stone so I feel like it was oh, always wow. meant for me to do something with rocks I have collected rocks since I was a child and now I'm working with stone. It just seems like, you know, even when it's true, even when life, you know, delivers you a door closed in front of you that you're like, but why? It's because it's opening something else over here going, duh, this door, right. this one. <laughs> Is um, one so it's called, yeah. I've called the company Marla Teresa, like Mother Mother Teresa. Uh, I thought that was quite clever. Um, so <laughs> Marla. Mala, Teresa, a mala, sorry, I'll explain the cleverness. (laughs) A mala is actually what a prayer bead is. You wear a mala around your neck. A mala literally in Sanskrit means a garland. So you're wearing the the mala beads, the prayer beads uh, around your wrist or around your neck. Um, And, yeah, I I make them, I deal mostly custom. So someone will call me or get in touch with me and they're looking for a certain quality to expand in their life. They're looking for, you know, more the creativity or more love, you know, and we can design. Typically when they say they're missing something, it it correlates directly with the color that they love. So it's like you're missing this and then you love orange. Great. carnelian is exactly what you're looking for. So it's really Mm. interesting in that regard, you know, how often that happens. So it's very easy to uh, create something for them.
0: Hot pink is my favorite color. What am I missing?
1: Oh, gosh, hot pink. (laughs) Shoot. Yeah,
0: you you
1: the right? like hot rubies. Those rubies yeah. can be a little in the sunshine effect. That's yeah. true. yeah. The, I mean sometimes rubies, I feel yeah. like um, I don't work with ruby usually because it's very expensive. Um, yeah, but you know you could do something like garnet. You know I find that you find some that pink color in garnet sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um Very energizing, revitalizing, balancing. It's a um. It, it enhances sexuality. I know that much. Maybe that's the pink. It's a good oh, tone to for health. Oh,
0: I need to calm <laughs> that I need to stop asking my hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it life force energy, and it's flowing. I don't have a problem with that. There you go. <laughs> nice, but that's nice. interesting. So you're a yoga teacher as well. Are you actively teaching in L.A.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. When is your uh, yoga? if used- Anyone wants to take your class?
1: well strangely enough um i've moved into privates mostly and corporates i, I have a backyard mm-hmm. yoga um that i do uh you know summer series and workshop sh- sessions and stuff here um mm-hmm. but i mean uh, i had to say it, it doing the slog of uh,
0: uh
1: you know group classes around town is um it's hard it's also hard to feed the dogs um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Moving into privates and corporates has um has been a blessing. Uh, That makes. But yeah, I mean, if you're in the LA area, you're always welcome to reach out. I do group classes, group classes here, of course, and put them together, and be happy to add people to, to to an email list.
0: Beautiful. So, um, how about healing? I know you're a healer as well. How did you get into healing? I don't. I feel like
1: I was guided toward it a little bit like my name's Teresa some people call me mother teresa it's remarkable how often people come to me you know with issues and problems and needs to talk i feel like mm-hmm. been kind of i studied a little bit of neuro linguistic programming along the way and um mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's a thing that's happened. Yoga kind of happened because I had a car accident, and I needed to do something that would like free up my back. And I found yoga because I'm a dancer by trade. Back in the day, before television, believe it or not, I had another p- career. Um, and wow. so I thought yoga was dumb. <laughs> and
3: I was like, never <laughs> doing yoga.
1: Stupid. Like, <laughs> and so it's along the way. I feel like the guides have always been, you know, again, have a car accident. That sounds terrible, but you find yoga. What a blessing.
0: Isn't it so funny how we get guided led. through challenges to our next step yeah. sometimes? It's Incredible. like a crisis Incredible. is opening the door for us, you know?
1: Incredible. So that's
0: how you got guided to yoga.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the malas, the, the working malas. Um, so beautiful. Eh. And in doing so, you know, I can help people, you know, through challenges and assist them to, you know, find their better selves. and um I'm working on a little project at the moment, which, you know, uh, you are inspiring. This, this podcast is inspiring. Um, You know, so I would like to move into that kind of avenue to, to share it on a greater scale. Wonderful.
0: So what is the best way to get a hold of you if someone wants to reach you?
1: Um, You know, you could all, I mean, if you ever connect people through this, you're always welcome to, you know, uh, find me through my, through my channels. You could, you could email me if you like. At uh, it would be mantra m a n t r a at mala teresa. There's four a's in that m a l a t e r a s a. Dot x y z for no apparent reason. Um, and uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. So is <laughs> yeah, there for, a website. Feel free to reach out. Uh, mala, is that your website, Mala Teresa? teresa dot x y
1: z. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to figure out my website now. Actually, everything's word of mouth. I haven't moved into the new age yet. I probably should. Right. I'm a bit lazy about it. That's
0: okay. No, <laughs> well, you do things custom. You do things custom. Someone calls you and tells you what they want. You make yeah, them a necklace. And I couldn't. I, couldn't. I
1: mean, I, I yeah, I it, 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 one, as soon as one is finished, the next call comes in. So it provides everything I need, and provides what people need too. It seems.
0: That's so beautiful. And so and to find you on Facebook, it's ter- ter- uh, Teresa, yeah. T-E-R-A-S-A, uh-huh. Living Stone. Yes. That's easy to remember, uh-huh. Teresa
1: Livingstone. And they can find you. L-I-N-G-S-C-O-N-E. Yeah. yeah, you can friend me. Yes.
0: Perfect. Uh, and then if someone wants to go on a track or help build money or help uh, donate money to Build On, they just go to buildon.org. Is that right? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Um, we have our team, when you go to buildon.org, uh, our team is called Build It Forward. Um, if you wanted to donate to our particular page, um, of course, we'd be more than grateful, but it all goes to, to the kids. So just buildon.org, if you ever wanted to make a tax-deductible donation, um, I can vouch for them 100%. They, they, they have my support eternally. So beautiful.
0: So we're now at the midway point of our show, and we are going to be taking calls for questions for Teresa, or you can have a free live mini angel reading from me, a mini reading if you want. Give me a call if you have special questions or particular areas of life you want to address, love, romance, career, life purpose, health, anything. Give us a call at 516-453-9162. Listen to International Angels Network five to six days a week where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. If you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcasts on iTunes, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, Podtail, Podchaser, Stitcher and Google Play. There's a lot of these places that are you know, sharing the archived information, and it's just going out across the globe. So uh, lightworkers, like-minded people can connect. And if you miss a show, feel free to catch it from any of those. Our online radio network has started a program to help spiritual entrepreneurs expand their businesses. And we help entrepreneurs with tips that will help you to create and expand your spiritual business. The new International Angels Network membership will grow your tribe. Uh, IAN, I that's the acronym for International Angels Network, offers ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs world, worldwide and not just angel practitioners. You no longer have to go it alone. For more info, please visit internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash membership. For info on my uh, readings, events, or coaching packages, please visit my website, DivineGuidanceReadingsWithAnS.com, with an S, dot com, or you can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell with a hyphen, S A G hyphen, S A G O'Donnell, um, or Angel Shishi on Instagram and Twitter. Um, my Facebook page is Divine Guidance Readings with Angel Shishi. So give us a ring at 516-453-9162 and make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with Teresa or call in for with specific questions for mini readings from me. So we have Kimberly on the phone. Kimberly, are you there? From Ohio? Hi. Hi, Kimberly. How are you?
2: Good, thanks. I had a question about my love life. Yes, how can I help you, love? Um, I was interested in this gentleman, and he said he was with someone, but he was trying to get out of it. So I've been kind of waiting and holding on, and now I feel stupid mm-hmm. for doing so. So no. you see him coming around, or he won't let go. You know, I keep saying, you know. Mm.
0: Okay, They're well. He's me on
2: the amazing. line, but.
0: Yeah, well, I could pull three cards, four cards for you. So surrender and release. Look inside yourself, raise your standards, and dream big. So um, whether or not he does, that shouldn't be, you should not be hanging around waiting for him to make decisions about stuff like that. You're worth far more than that. And your angels want you to surrender and release attachment to this person. I know you liked him, but uh, and it doesn't mean it's never going to happen. But for you, it's holding your energy hostage it's holding your love energy hostage kind of right you're like with faded breath, kind of like what's he going to do and you got a little attached because you started to feel those feelings which are so rare in a way we don't feel them every day it's like this is something really special i can't let it go but really the angels want you to look and realize how um absolutely valuable and beautiful and loved you are and that you don't need to um wait around for someone who's not either A, ready, or B, in this complicated stage. Either way, you should be moving uh, like moving forward with your life and loving yourself and looking inside yourself. So let's look at your past relationships now because the card look inside yourself means they want you to take a moment to go inside and figure out where is this nearing something from your past. So when you're thinking about past relationships um do you have a memory of the same feeling like you would be you would like a guy but they wouldn't give you as much attention or they'd kind of treat you like you weren't important or other people seemed more important do you have any Were your parents make you feel like you weren't weren't that important other people were more important
2: there was a past
0: relationship in my 20s So in your 20s, you remember somewhere where you were, like, in love with someone and they were saying they were in love with you, but they were putting you, not showing you that by their actions. Right. Okay. So that leads me to believe that there's something within you that's a – let's tune in. Let's see. So when we – because people are always projecting to us our unconscious beliefs about ourselves. So if you've attracted two relationships that are showing you a similar thing, those people are projecting to you something that's coming from you. It feels like it's randomly happening outside yourself. And why is this happening, right?
2: But it's actually
0: you're more powerful than that. It's coming from you. So when you remove the source of this, you're not going to have people kind of putting you on the line, like waiting, you know, having you wait around for them because you you will be too valuable, and they'll immediately see that and they would either make a decision 100% to go and be with you because they recognize your value, they wouldn't leave you hanging around wondering. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So let's look at that original belief that happened, and it probably happened in childhood. So at some point, do you remember deciding um, either other people are more important than me or my needs and wants are not important or... um, when you were little, like five or six, do you remember an experience where you realized I'm not going to get what I want and other people aren't going to see me? I'm not as important as other people. And, and like when, when you're in a relationship with your parents, do you, do you remember feeling like they were very preoccupied and busy with other things that were more important than you? Or do you feel they were very attentive and devoted to you?
2: No. Mom kind of left us after so many years and went back to work in the evening that we were kind of left home alone.
0: Okay, well, that's a a thing that starts, right? So as a child, the latchkey kids, like, fend for yourself. You know, it's not that your mom didn't love you, but she had to make, you know, money, right? But your Mm -hmm. inner child interpreted that as I'm not as important or there's, you know, other things are more important than me. Let's just even say it's thought like that. I'm okay. not worth coming up with a creative solution where someone's going to be devoted to me. That's something like that. Because there are other moms who came up with creative solutions and figured out other ways. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to guilt your mom for anything. I'm sure she did a great job but and did the best she could. But it's all about what did you interpret it to mean, right? So if your inner right. child at that time was feeling kind of, abandoned a little bit and really not that important, then you carried that template with you and that belief that you're not that important. So we want to shift that and I want to tune you in to your true divine nature because we often forget that, especially, especially, especially when we're giving our power away to others in a relationship when it's someone we really like, we completely give our power away and they control everything with their own interpretations or one text can, like, crush you or the lack of a text can make you crazy. That's an example of giving your power away to others, right,
2: where you're just yep.
0: hanging on by threads. If he like me? Is he going to text me? Or, oh, he only sent that one emoji and I sent 12. Like, why doesn't he like me? <laughs> <laughs> and then our whole, like, energy is just thrown off. So it would be wonderful to surrender and release the attachment to him so you can still have a relationship with him in, in, you know, in a friendly way without that attachment that makes you feel crushed or sick to your stomach where it's taking over your whole energy field where you have a more balanced feeling about it because you're not needing him and putting him on a pedestal is higher or better or more important than you. You have all the love you need within you and he is a mirror. So I want you to... Um, Just picture that attachment to things turning out the way you want it to and the fears around it. And just picture like you're putting it in your hands up to the heavens to let go of, right? Um, And let the angels either transmute it. Are you willing to just surrender the whole thing? We're going to ask them either to change this guy's heart right now so he 100% chooses you, or to take it away and replace it with something better that's more suited, which is someone who's 100% in it with you that wants to love you only you. You did it. I'm done. Good. We let go of the attachment. Beautiful. So we're going to ask Archangel Michael to cut the cord of attachment between you and him, not the one of love, the unconditional love part, that true love part, just that will stay, but the the draining feelings that you feel sick to your stomach, that's what we're going to ask him to cut. Are you open to that? Absolutely. Yeah. So Archangel Michael, please cut the cords, um, from Kimberly and this gentleman so that she can have her power back and peace of mind and feel good about herself again. <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. All right, he's cutting that cord. Great. So now we're remembering it's your life, his life, your life. You're fine without him. You don't need him for your survival, although sometimes it feels like it when we get into that crushy thing of, like, those feelings more like an addiction. Like you get and you get these little drops of morphine or heroin through the phone in in a like a positive word. Oh you're pretty, oh my god, a little drop of heroin. Oh you're great. Oh my god and it feels good and you get a rush. Then what happens when they blow you off for a day or they ghost you? You have withdrawal symptoms. Oh my God. Oh my God. What does it mean? That's the most it's just torture, right? Yeah. So we're gonna leave all that stuff behind, that monkey business. And we're gonna true turn into your excuse me, tune into your true identity, which is divine. So where do you come from? You're not randomly here. This is one of the most auspicious times to be alive uh, ever in the history of ever. It's a very powerful, crazy time right now. And um, you came from where? You, you, do you believe in unity consciousness, that we're all one? Oh, Yeah. So we're all connected. Let's just picture before the Big Bang, we're all one. We're all connected to all that is and then explodes. And all these little individualized pieces of the whole, we're all holographic parts of the whole containing the whole within our individual parts. And we are individualized aspects of our creator. And so when you picture a sun in the center of your being, that's like picturing God connected directly to your creator and picture just take some deep breaths and remember you've been here ever since the ever since you're connected to all that is is someone who's connected to all that is and your pure essence is love the infinite intelligence that governs the universe that's who you are do you have to hang on someone's every word and hope they're going to like you (laughs) of course not but excuse me we forget that we totally forget that who we are is true love Our true divine nature is love, and that's who we are, is divine. Now, from that place of pure love, can you see that there was something in him that you magnetically were attracted to, and it might be a look, it might have been something, but part of it could have been this belief system. I'm not important, so he's going to show me this this limiting belief I have about myself as a favor. Thank you, soulmate. Our soul group helps us shine the light on unhealed areas so that we can evolve and grow. So now he's shown you that limiting belief where you actually feel you're not important or other people are more important than you, and you're realizing that's actually not true. So we just release that from your field. Do you feel that 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 thought is no longer going to be in there? Do you
2: feel that that's gone? Yes. And I feel there could be someone else now that's better for me
0: absolutely and that's the next card is dream big let go of small thoughts about yourself and see yourself succeeding you are so worthy to receive true wonderful beautiful powerful equal love where two people are committed to being together and love being together not someone leaving you hanging on the line so yeah
2: i don't know that i can forgive him for doing that to me ever
0: well, no, because you're not forgiving him. You are the one who attracted him and magnetized him because of your own energy and your belief system. Like I said, there is a divine reason for this attraction. Why? So you can get to this understanding and become whole because we just shine the light on a core wound that you've had that has created you as someone who's not important. And now that you remember, is it, is it possible for God to not be important? No. Is there any way God could not feel important? God has created created everything, right? So when right. you're aware of your God nature, you will never not feel important again because it just doesn't jive. Once you're aware of it, it just eradicates these, these lie beliefs. So let's forgive this guy because he's just doing his job. He's playing his part in shining the light on that belief for you. And, yes, it caused you a lot of upset and sick feelings and good feelings and all those feelings. Let's just thank him. You don't want to add another layer because lack of forgiveness, you just I don't think I could ever forgive him. Not forgiving someone is akin to drinking poison and expecting it to hurt someone else. It doesn't hurt the other person. It only hurts you. When you see from the angelic perspective, we don't blame things on others. We get that everyone's playing their roles. Even the so-called villains are there to show us unhealed areas in us or to show us something so that we can grow and evolve. You know what I'm saying?
2: Thank you for changing that perspective for me.
0: You're so welcome. Well, thank you so much for coming, Kimberly.
2: Thank you. Have
0: a Okay, have a great day. So if anyone, yeah. uh, I see a lot of people listening, if you'd like a reading, feel free to press one on your phone or uh, your phone keypad so we can do a free reading for you. How about you, um, Teresa, would you like a free reading?
1: Oh my oh, goodness me, sorry. Yes, hi. Hi. <laughs> my phone off mute. <laughs> oh
0: you have some dogs? Oh, oh your phone is on mute. So what question yeah, do you Yeah, I'm here now. I'm here now. Yes. Myself. Yeah. Well
1: yeah. um, I would like to know my husband and I are going through some interesting situations at the moment, um, around fertility. Um hmm. and I just yeah, it's been a it's been a bit tough. I wondered, you know, what what the guides might say about that for me, for us.
0: <sighs> well, um, the cards I'm pulling are interesting. It's creative expression. Obviously, what's the ultimate creative expression? It's creating human life, retreat, yeah. and enchantment. So you've been having challenges getting pregnant. Is that what you're saying?
2: Mm-hmm. And you're
0: are you doing and you're doing treatments and it's still not working or you haven't started? Um, the treatment? Yeah, n- well, it's
1: uh, so, yeah we've been trying for about four years and we're about to start treatment and apparently it's uh it's it's now almost too late. Um, so I'm just hmm. not quite sure to let it go or move in another direction I guess.
0: When they say it's almost too late, it means the eggs are almost. Not
1: hmm Okay.
0: How old are you? Forty three. Forty three. That's not that old, honey. Well my mom I know. got pregnant. Isn't it? crazy? The no, it's not. So, I mean, this is the cards I got and this is the feeling I got. It it is going to take, if you can take a quick retreat and get into nature. I know you just did all that work, but you're doing a lot of work, work, work. You need to do a little more Mm. B, B, B in nature.
3: Mm. So when you connect Mm. with the
0: earth, and what is the earth doing? The earth is constantly giving. The apple trees are appling and the grass is grassing and everything. is. It's in the nature of reproductive everything. That's the nature of earth. Mm. And so I feel Mm. um, this creative expression retreat and enchantment. So getting your childlike awe and wonder and faith back. There are a lot of naysayers, and I'm going to say this is a test, that whole thing like when you go to a doctor for a prognosis, it doesn't look good, you have six months to live. Mm. Oh, it looks Mm. like it's almost too late, and it's negative. Mm. Screw that. We're divine creators, and God can make any miracle happen. And, you know, in the Mm. Bible, there's people who got pregnant at age 60, and people do that nowadays. Miracles can happen no matter what. So because it's something you truly want, and we're going to just do a prayer right now. We ask all the angels to surround you and take away the fear. And um, let's just get those thoughts out of your head that it's almost mm. too late. It's so um, mm-hmm. it just feels so dumb, dumb, dumb. It sounds so dramatic. And, and I don't like hearing mm. those things. No, nothing. It's not too late. And I, I'm going to say that with your faith and your husband's unwavering faith and your connecting with the earth, that I'm mm. going to say this is going to happen. I want you to call me soon and say I'm pregnant. So, <laughs> so yeah. So great. you. Yay! <laughs> <to do laughs> so we have Lola from Virginia. Lola, are you there?
3: Hi, I'm here. Thank you for taking my call.
1: Hi, sure. How can I help you,
0: love?
3: Um, I think I believe I am a start pattern of uh, repetitive cycles. And I am at a point in my life where I need to let go of things and surrender, and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm, I kind of don't know what to do because um, yes, I need to surrender, but then part of me also says <clears throat> take some action. And mm-hmm. I'm just in a very low point in my life where I'm not seeing any any joy at all in living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm trying to understand what are the things that I need to let go of, or thoughts, or anything that can assist me with this.
2: Thank you
0: so much for calling, Lola. And I think um, you're—I know it seems like you're not feeling joy in living, and it seems like a horrible time. But I feel this is a beautiful time because you are going to surrender this, and you're going to get your passion back and your reason for living. So we're asking the angels for a miracle, but this is the good news. When you're at the end of your rope and you don't feel joy of life and you don't even know why you're here and you're seeing repeated patterns, what we need to do is to do a little bit of psychic surgery in a way because you've been programmed since childhood with a lot of other people's uh, beliefs and conditioning and you have to do this and you should do this. If you want to be happy, you've got to follow these rules. And other people injecting their value system into you will never create happiness for you. So even though you've kind of, I feel, been someone who followed the rules and you're supposed to be happy, you don't feel happy. Why? Because they're not things that are resonating with your soul. So how do you know if something is in alignment with you is you feel excited? You're saying you don't feel excited, right? I
3: I don't feel excited anymore because I've been working on letting go. I mean, not necessarily letting go, but just going back and seeing this programming that I have in my life. And it's such a roller coaster road, and I understand that. I take one no. step, and then I feel like I'm back ten. And sometimes it feels so silly, even to go back and see what you know other people did, and then still hold on to them. But there is hurt in me, which is grabbing mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I'm a fraud walking the spiritual path because um, it's it's just. Um, I know I should not have expectation per se, but I should be able to at least, like, you know, see some light at the end of the road, something. Um, mm. it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it's sucking me. It's sucking me yeah. dry. And I don't want to be in this point when I know I'm just, you know, temporarily here experiencing life in a way, and this is not my true self, you know. This is not me. Um, And I want to be aligned with my divine self, in my knowing self, you know. But right, life can be. uh, When you feel bad, life
0: can be challenging. Yeah. But I want to tell you something comforting. You know, you still have these challenges that are affecting your present, but they happen in the past, and past, present, and future are happening simultaneously. So we can actually go back and change that interpretation of what happened in the past to be more empowering and letting go mm-hmm. of the interpretation that there's something wrong here. Dad, seeing that you're a warrior soul, you came here to planet Earth for this grand experiment of contrast and good and evil and dark and light and you know um, shadow things and unhealed areas, and you broke you wanted to break a pattern in a lineage of dysfunctional patterning which takes a very courageous soul and we have to stop that pattern fully with you so you're not hanging on to it because it's not who you are this is one tiny lifetime and you are eternal right and you're connected to all that is and Mm -hmm. when you said you're not connected to your soul when you feel bad you're not connected to your soul because your higher self is love and feels good so we we can just let go i mean i know we only have a few minutes but like with what we can do, can you think of the most traumatic thing that happened and just fly above yourself in 2018, let's go back to that day day and see yourself experiencing that. So are you, you
2: know,
0: your unconscious mind flying above yourself right now, your higher self, and going back, back, back to an image that your angels are putting in your mind right now that was traumatic. We want to erase this from your future because future is happening at the same time. So we need to change your interpretation of what happened then and see it from the big picture, the angelic vantage point. So can you see that there is, even though it seems like wrong and shouldn't have been in a tragedy, that there is a divine plan going on here?
3: Um, what comes to my mind is uh, my father not being supportive um, Unconsciously, unknowingly, he was very, uh, very, very hard on me, very academic-oriented, and also very conservative. So what he says matters, no matter how much the effect is on me. So I was a very Mm -hmm. bubbly, spoken child, but my culture Mm -hmm. is like the quiet and the timid is important. So along the way, I lost my voice. I lost uh, yeah. who I'm supposed to be.
0: And so your father—it was challenge and support is equally love. Your father was very challenging, and he sent you on a path to be committed to excellence and good at academics, and that did help you. But it took your voice. So now you're a grown up, and you get to say, "This is who I am. I'm pure love. I am bubbly love, and I'm here to." Um, express my heart and soul and make a difference in the world. That's why you're here. So all that stuff was perfect. You are who you are because of both your parents. There's nothing wrong with how your dad was toward you. So seeing the big picture, and that's how his parents were to him, and on and on and on. So it's like a never-ending lineage of ancestors doing the same thing. You must do this. There's no options. It's not supportive. Oh, you want to follow your dreams? Great. No, that's not our culture. Our parents are like, no, get to work. you got to do this stuff. This is how you do it. But now you know that's not the truth. So we have to forgive your father for for what he didn't do for you, but also see the perfection in what he did do for you. And the cards I pulled for you are tranquility. So it's like you need more self-care and contemplation time. Spend spend time alone meditating on what you truly desire. Peace of mind. So choosing peace, no matter what's showing up, you're just going to choose and focus on the all is wellness. And then the last Mm -hmm. card is make a wish. This is a time of magical um, manifestation so make a wish and enjoy it so i want you to close your eyes and picture yourself fully self-actualized or picture a wish whatever wish you want to and feel it like it's happening right now and let me know when you have that wish in your mind and you're feeling it in your bones i know that lola you're going to get your passion and inspiration back you're in the quiet time the dark night of the soul time and you're going to reinvent yourself so I want you to picture yourself reinvented right now and draw that future to this present moment. Can you do that with me? Yes. Beautiful. And now say thank you, thank you, thank you.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And
0: so the angels are going to help you step into that woman you're capable of becoming, that highest version of you. And you are going to get your passion and love back and, feel, and excitement and joy. And we're gonna let go of the shell of you. It's not you. It's like taking a coat off. We're gonna put it back up in the closet, and your true identity is now gonna shine forth. So I thank you so much for your call, and and Thanks. we're rooting for you. Angels are with you. They're helping you. Don't panic. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> and thank you so much, Teresa, for being with us. Thank you. My pleasure. You. Thanks for having me. Okay, and everyone have a great week.
1: You too. Bless. Thank you. Bye.